You're listening to The Course Creator Show, the podcast all about building your online course business. We talk about marketing strategy, making money, and creating a business with impact that gives you freedom and lights you up. I'm Gemma Bonham Carter, a Canadian mom of two, a speaker, a real estate investor, a reality TV lover, and an online business strategist who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs create, launch, and scale their digital course businesses. Let's dive into this episode. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of The Course Creator Show. It is Gemma Bonham Carter here. So excited that you have tuned in. Today, I want to talk about, I don't know, is this maybe it might be like a hot topic. I just actually got back from my own lunchtime walk of listening to a podcast myself and it got all of these ideas swirling in my brain that I just felt like I had to come right up to my desk, get out my microphone and hit the record button and record this episode while I am thinking about all of this stuff because I think it's it's an important conversation. And what I want to talk about is kind of like my hot take on selling via social media and a dirty little secret that I probably shouldn't share, but I'm going to. So let me back up and tell you about this podcast I was listening to, which is a great podcast um, and an interesting episode. It just really brought to light for me the importance of choosing strategies that align with your personality, your strengths, and how you want to show up. So I was listening to this podcast episode, and the host was talking about how they don't want to have to rely on sales calls or complicated funnels to make sales in their business. So they sell courses and coaching programs, and they don't want to have to use those sort of mechanisms to make sales. And instead, what they love to use is social media. And they spend about an hour or so a day creating content for social and have that be the main mechanism with which they make their sales. So They do have an email list, but a lot of their sales come directly from social media, directly from the content that they put out on, largely on Instagram from the sounds of it. And I see a lot of people on social where this is the method, right? They seem to go really deep on creating great social content. They use the platform to the fullest and they engage in their DMs, right? They go like live Uh, And they make a lot of sales straight from social. And that's great. Like, that's amazing. And I'm so glad that it works for so many people. And if that's what you want, and if that's aligned with how you like to do business, amazing. For me, (laughs) feeling like I have to be on social media every day is my nightmare. (laughs) I, I hate the pressure of it. And listen, I... I I like Instagram. I actually like going on stories and sharing things and engaging with some, I bet some of you I've engaged with in my DMs or you've liked my content or we've gone back and forth a little. And that's great. I just don't want that to be the be all and end all of how I make sales in my business because for me, that feels too, I don't know if risky is the right word or just too, um, reliant in one place, like all of my eggs in one basket type of idea. And like a lot of pressure to be on every day. And the other thing is I'm, when people say like, oh, you know, do X, Y, Z or make all of these sales without complicated funnels, right? Like that's often what people will put at the end of the tagline. It's like, it's usually 
without complicated funnels or without sales calls or without using paid ads, right? We see this over and over again. If you're in the online digital marketing, online course space for any length of time, like you see these promises where we're, they're trying to like tie in common, say, pain points or common things that people don't want to have to do. I actually am cool with tech. I am cool with building automations. I love creating systems. Like I really dig that stuff. And not only does it feel fun for me to build those things out, and I know that makes me sound like such a nerd, but I'm sharing this episode because I feel like I am not alone. There are others of you who also like that kind of thing, or maybe you're curious about the funnels and the automations and the systems and all that stuff. And with a bit of guidance, you would be able to create these two. And what you really want is the predictability that comes from those that type of setup. And that's what I really dig. You know, I want the stability of those systems, those sales mechanisms, that sort of automated funnel idea, so that when we think about social media, I still want to be on social, but it means that I can like batch ahead my social content with the idea that it's basically going to drive leads into my funnels and then the funnels do the selling for me. So I'll still use social media as a means to like fill my funnel, but not where I feel like I have to perform on social 24-7 to make the sale. Does that make sense? I admittedly, guys, will like ignore my DM sometimes for days on end. And I can do that because the majority of my sales are not coming from my DMs. They're coming from the funnels that I've built in my business. And sure, I could have someone responding on my behalf in, in my DMs more quickly, but it's just it hasn't been a necessity. So the other piece of this is like thinking about, okay, what if your Instagram account goes down? Or what if I'm sick for a bit and I can't be on social? Or what if I just don't have any inspiring ideas for a while? Or, you know, the, my, like, the needs of my kids or my family kind of take over for a bit. Personal life is just out of control and I can't really be on social media. I want the room and the flexibility for that in my life as the CEO and the business owner to know that the sales are still going to happen even if I take that step away from social. Right. And again, I can batch content and have scheduled content going out on Instagram. But when I think about the people who are making the majority of their sales through social, through Instagram, they are leveraging stories every single day. Right. And in their DMs every single day. Now, let me tell you a dirty little secret. (laughs) I really probably shouldn't say this because it's probably really bad advice. However, I'm just going to be honest, I do not look at my Instagram analytics, like ever. I never go on and check. The only thing I look at is we use a tool called Later for scheduling out the majority of our like Instagram content, and it will send me a report to my email inbox once a month, and I will open it, and I don't go digging into the report, but I'll look at the like top line stats, which is kind of like how many followers we grew by that month and what were the top, I think it puts in like the top liked posts or top engaged with posts. And I'll see that, which is like helpful because then you're like, okay, that makes sense. Like maybe we should do more of that style of content, whatever. And 
here's the thing. Like if you like looking at Instagram analytics and if you're looking at analytics with this lens of it really being helpful for you to understand what content is working and is resonating and is getting you results, and then you can use that knowledge to make more content like that so that you grow your account, amazing, do it, right? However, for me, it's just not a big priority. Like growing my Instagram account is just not that big of a deal for me because that's not where I'm really making the majority of my sales. So instead, I sit and create social media content from a place of, you know, okay, this is what I want to talk about. This is what I think my audience needs to hear. This is what my target customer is struggling with right now that I could address. This is something that was just working really well for me and my business, and I should should share it on social. This is what I think would be inspirational for my, you know, ideal customer to hear right now, et cetera, et cetera. I let those things guide me when I'm thinking about my Instagram content creation instead of necessarily looking at analytics and making that be the guide. So I will tell you, though, I do look at data. It's just not social media data. I I look at the open rates on my emails. I look at my list growth, right? I look at the conversion rates in my funnels that I've built out. As you can see, I'm like way more focused on my email list and my email marketing metrics than I am on, you know, my Instagram or social metrics. I will look at my return on ad spend. Like I look at my my ads data carefully. We will also do extremely thorough debriefs of our live launches and we pull like every little piece of data from our live launches and analyze it to really understand what worked, what didn't, what could we change for next time, what should we repurpose, et cetera, et cetera. So we look at those really deeply. And I look at the money I make every day, all every day. Literally, I open my Thrive Cart every day to check my sales revenue. And that really, I think, keeps me focused on the activities that matter that produce an ROI. And it's maybe because I'm doing that, that I don't feel as, it's not that I don't feel as connected with social, but I don't feel as reliant on social because it feels further away from like the money in the business, if that makes sense. But let me talk about what I am doing with social media. I am putting consistent content out there You know, we publish four to five posts a week, usually a mixture of carousels, a few reels, but they're typically not ones that require like a lot of me on camera type idea. They just, we do the ones that are like easiest to make and honestly the easiest for me to kind of hand off the making of. So, and I find creating captions for Instagram easier than ever these days, thanks to like the amazing AI tools that are out there now. And so for me, the easiest thing is to create a bunch of captions that really align with what I want to talk about that month. And then I can send that to a team member who produces like the graphics that go along with those captions or the reel that would go along with those captions. So that's our new kind of mechanism I'm also getting smarter about using bots like ManyChat to automate things like being able to grow my list based off of Instagram 
right? Or like answer FAQs in my DMs where I'm not having to do it. Like we can use the bot to do it. And the thing about Instagram is that it's still often the checkpoint that I think a lot of people do use before they purchase a course from me, right? So they might they might see an ad of mine or hear me on a podcast or somehow come across me, enter my world, enter my email list, start getting emails from me, be in that mode of like making a decision to purchase one of my programs and do come to Instagram for a quick checkpoint of like, is she legit? Is she still in, you know, people look for like recency, right? Like, is she still posting? Is she still on this platform? Are things current, et cetera? And do I vibe with it? And then they make a decision to purchase. And I do like to show some of the behind the scenes of my life on stories when it feels good to do so. I do not like the pressure of having to be on stories every single day. And I don't ever want the pressure of feeling like I have to share every like nook and cranny of my life, particularly as a mom. That's just not for me. And so that's really, I don't even really quite know where I'm going with this episode other than to share with you like my thoughts on what I see other people doing and how I may be doing it a bit differently. And actually it's the same with offers and programs. Like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but there are a lot of people that I seem to see on social who love creating new offers and programs all the time. They release new things, it seems like every month, maybe even every few weeks. And that, again, that does not vibe with me. Like, for me, I want to refine and continually improve a few core offers. And I'm not over here on the camp of like, you can only have one signature offer and make, you know, all your sales come from that. Hey, if you want to do that, do do it, do you, right? But for me, I've always been more in the middle of like, I like having a little bit of an offer suite with some offers at different price points so people can kind of enter my world at a few different places. Uh, And I offer a little bit of like continuation, right? Like typically someone will do course creator school with me and then it will make sense for them to move into Passive Project. And then from Passive Project this year, for the first time ever, I launched a very small, um, intimate little mastermind. And most of the people in that mastermind were people who'd been with me in the Passive Project for a couple of years. So you know, there's a bit of like a a continuation or a a roadmap or a path that is followed by my core customers. And that sort of offer suite has always felt good to me, but creating and dropping and releasing new programs every month or every other month feels like wild to me. (laughs) But that's me and how I am. And so I think the whole sort of bottom line or lesson from this conversation or my very wacky train of thought that I've just taken you on is to just remember that everyone has a different style, different style of marketing, different style of product creation, different style of delivery, right? And none are better or worse than the other. Like I've just given you insight into me and my preferences But that doesn't mean that that's the right fit for you. Like you could fall into the camp of being the one who loves to sell on social and be on there every day or who loves to drop a new offer program every single month, right? 
And the bottom line here is that you have to find the strategies that align with you and how you want to build your business and your strengths, and then find the mentors who can guide you on using those strategies, right? Like just make sure that you're identifying the right mentors for the strategies that you genuinely want to use. Don't go purchasing a program just because it looks exciting and shiny and new from someone who runs their business in a way that isn't the way you want to run yours. Like you can admire that person and what they're teaching might be amazing, but not amazing for you, right? So really do that thinking of like, what is the business model that works best for you when you think about running your business on a day-to-day basis? What are the activities you want to be doing every day? And think about like, you know, is it funnels? Is it email heavy? Is it social heavy? Is it a lot of content creation? Is it being able to batch content and just be done with it for the month and getting it done within, you know, two days or something? And then focusing on other things in your business. Like you do you, but figure that part out, right? And sometimes it might be testing, testing different things, especially when you're newer in business and might be trying different stuff and then figuring out what you really vibe with. All right, that was a bit of a rambly episode behind the scenes into my brain and some of the things that I think about that come across my mind as I am sometimes on those lunchtime walks listening to different podcasts. I don't always listen to business podcasts because this is what happens. Like my brain just goes on overdrive. And so often I'll be listening to like health and wellness podcasts or personal development podcasts to get a kind of a break from business, to be honest. Uh, But I chose a business one today and this is where it led me. So I hope this has been helpful. Let me know your thoughts about all of this. I would love to hear from you, even if I don't respond right away in my Instagram DMs. I would still love to hear from you in my DMs and connect with you when I do open the, the Instagram app up on my phone. If you haven't already, I am going to encourage you to grab a ticket to the upcoming event that we are announcing really soon. It's going to be happening at the end of July, all about AI. This is going to be like a game-changing event of 2023. So the next episode on the podcast that goes live is going to announce this this event in more details, but please know that it's coming. And if you're someone Oh my God. Well, frankly, if you're anyone who's creating content for your business, like we're going to go beyond content creation in this like event that we're putting on. However, since we're on the topic of social media and content creation, if you do that in your business, you are not going to want to miss this AI event because honestly, the time that you will begin to save once you learn some of these strategies for creating content more quickly, more effectively, and just with more ease in this AI event is going to blow your mind. We have some incredible content creators coming to teach you like the strategies that they are using that are working for them right now. And these are some of these content creators are people with huge audiences who do a ton of content on a, on a daily or weekly basis. So get excited. It is going to be Really great. All of the details coming in the next episode of The Course Creator Show. Thanks for being here, for tuning into this one, and I'll see you next time. 
That's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're ready to launch your first course, sign up for our free class in the show notes to learn my method on how to do it successfully and unlock an invite into our signature program, Course Creator School. Or if you've already launched a course and you're ready to scale and go evergreen, it is time to join us inside of the Passive Project, my membership community for experienced course creators. Head to gemmabottomcarter.com forward slash apply to submit an application. If you enjoyed this episode, leave me a rating or review or tag me over on Instagram at gemma.bottomcarter. I would love to hear from you. I'll see you next time on The Course Creator Show.